0: Lex, Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you have any special plans?
1: <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day.
0: I know, but I just didn't know if this year was going to be any different.
1: Um, Hard to tell. Hard to tell where I'll be at that point. Uh, but I do love Valentine's Day. But I typically don't celebrate Valentine's Day because I think it's just straight capitalism. Honestly.
0: Yeah, it is. I feel like most holidays are, in fact, just the influence of capitalism. But Valentine's Day has been interesting for me since I've been with Andrew because our anniversary is, mm-hmm. we say, February 8th because it was when we went mm-hmm. on our first date. And then there's Valentine's Day, and then his birthday is February 20th. So it's like. That's
1: too much. Yeah,
0: it's all too much really, really quickly. So (laughs) basically what we've been doing in the past is we kind of do something small for our anniversary slash Valentine's Day, and then we'll do like a big celebration for his birthday. And especially now that we are going to have a completely different date for our Mm -hmm. engagement and our wedding, then, you know, that's four months after that. I feel like the February 8th date is just slowly going to become more and more irrelevant
1: not irrelevant just outgrown maybe right
0: more and more irrelevant like slowly Oh, i don't want it to be
1: irrelevant i feel like it's still an important day but i understand what you mean yeah
0: this year we're actually going to i don't know how to say the name of the country is that bad it's in the caribbean it's called curacao
1: i don't know either
0: you know, like blue cur- curacao, like Yeah, drink. sure. Like, that's where it was invented, no. this island.
1: Okay. Yay, that sounds so fun. Can I go with you guys?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was going to invite you, but then you were buying a house, and so I said no. Nope.
1: True, but I do want to be invited to things. I just want to be able to say no.
0: Right. I can't <laughs> give you that level of power, though.
1: Hi, I'm Lexi.
0: And I'm Lane.
1: And this is My Therapist Told Me, the podcast where we unpack our lives and encourage you to do the same.
0: All right, Lex, are you ready for today's episode?
1: I'm so pumped. Let's go.
0: I am excited to talk today about what it's like to prepare for marriage now that I'm an engaged little bean.
1: Oh my gosh, not an engaged little bean. I'm so happy for you.
0: So I want to start off and I'm going to just hit you with statistics. These are numbers. I need you to just throw out a number that you think fits the category I'm giving you.
1: I'm so, so bad at these, but okay.
0: But this is what makes it fun. All right, you ready? How many couples get married every year? In the United States,
1: in the okay, Hey, yeah yeah, um, three hundred thousand.
0: That is, in fact, <laughs> like pretty far off. But is two point three million couples what get married every That's year? Just not to true. be clear, no, it is. Just to be clear, this means like number of wedding licenses, not necessarily the number of large scale ceremonies. Because some people, of course, we know, just prefer to do the courthouse thing and move on with their lives. So this is the number of like wedding licenses that are issued every year is roughly 2.3 million in the U.S.
1: Wow. When I said 300,000, I thought you were laughing because that was too much.
0: Oh, no, 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 no.
1: No, 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 no. So okay. hit me with my second statistic.
0: Wait, the, on that first one? The thing that will blow your mind when that's broken down is that it's Mm -hmm. roughly 6,200 weddings per day.
1: Ew, I hate the wedding industry, but that's also because I worked in the wedding industry and it's just terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, talk about capitalism. Literally, so true. What do you think the average number of guests invited to a wedding is?
1: Oh, oh, this one? Okay. Well, hmm. I'm doubting myself because I know what the average is for people who, like, have money. (laughs) But does that take into account, like, the courthouse ones?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. This is from the non though.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. I'll just say 125.
0: That's not too far off. The average number is... this is the one
1: I felt good about.
0: Is 178.
1: Okay. What? 178? That feels like a large wedding, in my opinion. Well, how many people are you having at your wedding?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's larger than ours. We're only going to have somewhere between like 100 and 120. So... (laughs) So, yeah. Smaller than the average. I guess I'm below average. Um, But... This is the question that might get you. What do you think the average wedding in the U.S. cost?
1: Oh, my God. I want to say like
0: $40,000. Okay, that's not too far off. It is $28,000.
1: Okay, stop lying to me. That is so far off, but also $28,000. That is a down payment on a house, truly.
0: And you would know that?
1: I would know, unfortunately. But that's crazy. Wow. That's
0: a lot of money. $28,000 is the average cost. The average in New York goes up to $50,000. Of
1: course it does. You New Yorkers, you are a different breed, honestly.
0: I know. I know. The last thing that I want to share as far as statistics go before I dive into my story is what percent of engagements are called off before the wedding.
1: Oh, I'm going to say 7%.
0: Multiply that by three.
1: You're kidding me.
0: No, 20%, roughly 20% of engagements are called off before the wedding. And every month over 18 months that the engagement lasts, the more likely the wedding gets called off.
1: That is wild. Have you ever known someone who called off their wedding?
0: Um, I did. Actually, people who were had been dating since high school, they made it through college. They were engaged, like wow. set to be married within a year. And then all of a sudden they, something clicked and they were like, this is actually not for us.
1: Whoa. I mean, I guess it's better to know that before you go through with it. But wow, that's tough. That's really tough.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine So that was a bunch of random statistics. But ultimately, what I want to say is that wedding planning is pretty stressful.
1: (laughs) Tell us why.
0: Yeah, there are so many things that you never think about when it comes to weddings when you're on the outside. So thankfully, I do have a mama bear, which is what I call Andrew's mom, that is very excited about our wedding and was prepared to help us with all of the planning. But when I say that there are so many things to think about beyond the location and the band and the photographer, I really mean it. Like, for instance, if your venue doesn't provide them, you have to go out and get linens, which includes, like, tablecloths and napkins and all of these little things that I would have never even thought about. Like, it it didn't even cross my mind. And then all of a sudden, uh-huh. I'm budgeting to get some. napkins Napkins. some cloth napkins for my tables yeah and they're not cheap either just to be clear
1: can you tell the world how much a cloth napkin costs you these days
0: i can't you know honestly i can't say how much the individual napkin itself costs but all i know is that when you account for how many tables that we'll have at our wedding with the tablecloths and everything like bundled Mm -hmm. all of that up it's like a few thousand dollars
1: do you get to keep them
0: if we buy them yes if we rent them of course no but it's actually cheaper to buy it seems than to rent so we might end up going that route that's fine and then when you think about the tiniest details like the seating chart that has to be posted somewhere and you want it to look nice And then you have to get table numbers and then the little thingies that hold the table numbers. And maybe I'm just like out of the loop before planning my own wedding. But I never knew how much goes into making these little six to seven hours happen.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: So before I get too far, I do want to share the story of Andrew and I's engagement because (laughs) that's what's setting up this entire episode and my ability to be able to talk about planning for a wedding. So early this year, Andrew and I planned a trip to Europe, and we planned it around a trip to Croatia. Uh, While we were in Croatia, we were going to be sailing for seven days, and little did we know that flying in and out of Croatia is also incredibly expensive. And so since flying in and out of Croatia was expensive, Andrew and I decided to add on parts of our trip. So we went to Rome for a few days in the beginning, and we went to Paris for a few days at the end. Well, little did I know that while we were in Rome that Andrew would propose. While we were sitting at breakfast, Andrew wasn't saying much and he wasn't very focused. And I was like, I don't know what's going on right now, but you need to calm down. Like, we're on vacation. Like, breathe.
1: You're like, I'm about to break up with you if you don't pull it together.
0: Oh, no. I was like, we travel together so much. But this trip, like, you are not being yourself right now. Like, you're not being the typical travel partner that you are. Right. And so Andrew's like, we have to leave right now. And I'm like, we are in Italy. We are on vacation. You need to calm down. Like, we are on European time. And he was like, no, 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 we have to be at this place. And so we, we take off and we're walking to the spot. We're in a park overlooking Rome. And there are two overlooks is what I'll call them. And so naturally I I move to the first one I see and I start taking pictures and I'm telling Andrew to to stand and and take a picture. And then all of a sudden he looks at me and goes, We need to move over there, just very (laughs) aggressively. And I was like, homeboy, this is not going to cut it. So naturally, I obliged. I move over to the other spot where we would be in the sun. And that's when Andrew took me by the hands said a lot of really nice things and then ended up popping the question and b i'm hysterically crying at this point i Classic. couldn't breathe my nose was snotty and i'm just like trying to process everything that's happening around me and then he stands up and i have the ring on my finger and he points to a camera. And I realized it was a photographer. At first, I, I really thought I was getting punked. I was like, this is not funny. <laughs> um, you know, like you have one of those celebrities just like walk out and be like, gotcha. I, yeah, thought I had been punked, but ultimately I had not. And then I was just overwhelmed with joy um, that this person I found who brings me so much, uh, you know, light into my life. Mm. Um, I will be able to spend spend my life with. No. And then I called all of my friends and I have the screenshot of you and you saw my ring, which was the best part.
1: I just remember waking up. I Okay, let me take a step back. I didn't know this was going to happen before, which I kind of wish Andrew had let me know, but it's fine. He probably knew that I would have told you, honestly. So <laughs> I had no idea, but I wake up to a text that's like, call me immediately in all caps. And I'm like, I know what's going on. So I'm like in bed, like it is so early and like have it like about to get out of bed to go to work and like so cute. (laughs) And it's just, it's just, it was the sweetest thing ever.
0: That was the the weirdest part was that it was 930 Rome time. So it was, you know, four o'clock in the morning for everyone else or, you know, all of our friends. And so I'm like, texting people i'm like please god somebody wake <laughs> up i need to share this information so yeah that is you know kind of the, the story of andrew and i's engagement this topic is the most interesting for me personally and one of the things that i'm excited that we're ending this season on because i actually never got to talk with my therapist about mm, it that's true I had my very last therapy session the Thursday before we went to Europe. My therapist needed Mm -hmm. to get a certification. And so she is off doing her thing. And we decided that it was like a great stopping point Mm -hmm. uh, for my therapy journey. And I was going to Europe the next week and I never got to talk to her about it. I don't think she knows to this day that (laughs) I got engaged just a few days later. When we had just been talking about my relationship with Andrew and how healthy I felt both about myself and in in our relationship. And again, I just never got to tell her, which is so disappointing.
1: Mm, that is sad. Maybe she got like a special feeling. Maybe she like feels it in her soul. She's like, oh one of my clients just got proposed to you know honestly
0: we had that sort of connection i think it i think it could be possible <laughs> i think that some of what i had worked on in therapy though really helped me prepare for this next phase of my life so for instance my attachment style like we talked about in season 1 i definitely had an anxious attachment style you know we shared that but here recently yeah i realized that my attachment has kind of shifted and now I'm, I have a secure attachment style because I had recognized my anxious attachment style and made an active effort to correct it. Yeah. I started communicating with Andrew Moore and telling him when I was feeling a certain way and he did the same, which ultimately strengthened our relationship. Additionally, some of the other things I shared in season one, like being able to work through my internalized homophobia was a big one because now we can, with friends, go out and like celebrate parts of queer culture that exist in New York City that you don't get elsewhere. And it's helped us make friends um, and, and can celebrate who we are. And lastly, what we talked to John in season one as well with my body image issues and when we talked about body dysmorphia, I love to quote, if you can't love yourself, how the hell you going to love somebody else? Which was a crucial amen. lesson for me to learn. Can I get an amen up in her?
1: what amen.
0: So I learned and am continuing to learn what it means to love myself in its entirety, which was is allowing me to learn to love Andrew and love his entirety in the, our relationship. Hmm. So I'm saying all of that to say that I truly believe that therapy – prepared me for my engagement and subsequently my marriage and i'm able to say confidently how much i love andrew because i've been able to work on myself and have learned to appreciate my wholeness and that means i can show up better for our relationship
1: Love that is so sweet
0: so when it comes to prepping for marriage we were talking a bit earlier just about how many details go into it one thing that i think has helped andrew and i though is that we broke down everything that we have to cover so the little things like the table numbers and the little things that hold the table numbers and the napkins (laughs) and what's going to the napkin ring is going to look like and all of these details that need to be covered we listed them all out and we started ranking what was important for us so like for me I really care about our flowers, and that's just the horticulture minor speaking in me. Uh, but Andrew right. really cared about our photographer's style. So those are things that you know took priority for both of us, and therefore we took responsibility for finding what we wanted. We both, however, of course, put music as very important to us. So we sure. found a band that we both liked and settled on it. Uh, And then ultimately, we agree on whatever we choose to go with. But those personal priorities help ensure that all parties remain happy.
1: That is such a good way to split things. I really like that approach.
0: So, Lexi, I want to ask you, what do you think of Andrew and us engagement?
1: I think it's a really beautiful process. You have had the opportunity to watch you start to date. And then to get engaged, and then eventually to be able to see you in your marriage. I think that's so cool that I've been able to be a part of such important life steps for you. And I'm really proud of the growth that you have made in your relationship with Andrew and also in your relationship with yourself. And I know that this wedding is about to be like the best party of 2024. So I'm pumped to be able to celebrate
0: (laughs) yeah i can't wait to have you there um naturally as part of my wedding party
1: yeah so that would be so awkward
0: if i wasn't
1: i would do a rant podcast about lane being (laughs) a fake friend
0: exposing lane (laughs) you think you know i no. i i think that we're going to have a fantastic time at at my wedding and i was about to say our wedding but then it would to like our
1: wedding. Yes.
0: Right. Exactly. So it's uh, we're going to have the, a great time at the wedding of 2024. Okay. Yes. so Yes. Good. And though I didn't talk to my therapist about this particular topic, I just want to say again that I think a lot of the work that I did prepared me for this phase of my life. And I can see a lot of my growth that allowed me to to be where I am today and so for that I am thankful Hmm. and I'm just curious despite you know not talking to my therapist about this engagement Lexi do you have any any final thoughts
1: yeah I would say go to therapy even if you're like Lane and you bailed out before You could talk about (laughs) it. Maybe it's time to go back to therapy.
0: Maybe it is time to go back to therapy. If somebody reaches out to us and lets us know that they've started therapy with this podcast, I'll go back.
1: That has already happened.
0: That's true. And I realized that as I was saying it.
1: (laughs) Time for Lane to go back to therapy. We'll see you all in therapy.
0: Yep. I'll see you in therapy.